Greetings, folks, and welcome to the DBA podcast, the small business show, uh, episode number 15 for uh, Wednesday, May 20th, 2015, here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. <laughs> and in uh, California, Lafayette, California, where it's the same date today, I'm Shannon Jean. <laughs> it is. That's good. It's good that we don't have the date line between us because I'm having enough confusion with the day as it is. <laughs> That's pretty good. We, I guess it's important to say the date before so people know where we're at. So yeah, it's, no, it, yeah. it's good to have the date. Uh, yep. it just, yeah. yeah, it, I just, it's, which is, it's weird that I stumbled on it because this is the second podcast I've recorded today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You well, think I would have gotten it right. That's funny. That's funny. Well, Hey, um, so uh, if you joined us last week and we, we spent some time talking to uh, John Goodero and we talked a lot about email marketing and lead generation. And I just wanted to put out there before we get into our, uh, fear show, which we alluded to last year. We need some uh, well, horrific last week. bumper music. Yeah, last week. Um, there is, we talk a lot about email marketing and things, and we've also talked about mentoring with uh, and using score.org, org, the Society of Retired Executives. And they're having a webinar tomorrow. I just wanted to point out uh, titled 60 ways to grow your email list, which I thought was very timely. Oh, uh, just, yeah, just go to score.org S C O R E.org. And you can click on the webinar button and you can sign up for that webinar. Um, I don't know how it's good. It's going to be, it's in conjunction with constant contact, but it may be worth uh, a little bit of your time. Very cool, man. That's cool. great. Yeah. Yeah. So, and today so, we're talking about fear, right? Yeah, well, I'm afraid, yeah, that that's what yeah. we're talking about. Well, yeah, it was interesting. That was kind of my, uh, as I mentioned in last week's show, I at the last minute I forgot that we had John coming on. And so I was thinking, well, this, this, you know, fear is a, an important thing because it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful, very basic thing that is common to all of us humans. And yeah. managing it properly is, um, is, is vital for it is, everything. It is vital. Yeah. yeah, I mean, vital yeah. is probably the right word, right? Yeah, I mean, or, or it can be paralyzing, right? Uh, well, yeah, you know, and and so and and we kind of got started on it when we we asked our typical interview question at the end. You know, we said, "We hey, how, what would you, what advice would you give yourself?" You know, however many years ago when you were just getting started out, and John's comment was not to be afraid. And we both, I think both of us went, Oh, yeah. <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, yeah. as we realized, I hadn't even thought about it before, but that is really an important part of your business life and, and growing your business or, you know, things it's, you're, you're dealing with that all the time. Uh, so we thought we'd chat about it today. Yeah. And, and, and we did something interesting. You, it was your idea, Shannon. You normally we share an agenda and we sort of share our, our, our thoughts on things to make sure we mix, mix and match. And today your, your thought was to come into this blind uh, to the other guy's uh, thoughts. Now we've worked together for over a decade uh, yep. on and off. So my guess is we're not going to surprise each other, <laughs> Yeah, but, Maybe. Uh, never but we might, you never know. That's right. Yeah. Well, and fear is, is such a personal thing. We all have it uh, in you know different ways and it affects us differently. So I thought, well, let's really just, you know, I don't, I don't want it to impact your thoughts on it or my, with some shared thing of what I think. So that's what we just, you know, I thought it would roll it out today. That well, way. to start you, um, you just said fear is a very personal thing. And, and it, it at, uh, kind of to, to dive all the way in, there are things that we are, that I am always finding myself afraid of. I think everybody's yep. that way. And, Sometimes the worst thing is being afraid to acknowledge to other people what it is you're afraid of. Oh, and that's totally common, right? You, right. Yeah. We we use some some uh, 
examples of like going to a trade show or a conference and kind of sitting in the audience and not saying anything, uh, you know, because maybe you don't want to get up and, and, you know, get the mic and ask a question that pretty much half the other, the rest of the audience probably wants to know as well. Right. Uh, and, and it's, if there was a way to bridge that part of, uh, you know, commonality and being human, I mean, we just think how powerful we'd all be. Well, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, there is, right? I mean, it's a very basic thing. Uh, the, 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 the trick is getting fear out of the way of the conversation of, of talking about fear. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not easy. You know, no. I, um, I, I deal, I, I find myself, uh, I, I'm very comfortable with my relationship with fear. It doesn't mean that I manage it pr- properly all the time, but sure. I, I am very aware of fear. the one of the things I do, I mean, it's similar to podcasting is I get up on stage and I play the drums or I sing and and do other things. And I am always, always afraid when I go on stage. In fact, but it not paralyzingly. So uh, at least not most of the time, but you know, I find that if I don't have butterflies in my stomach before I hit the stage, it means I don't care. Well, and, and that's a really important uh, point, I think, that you make there. And we're kind of what my thoughts on it as well is, you know, I, I after we had the show last week, I was like, okay, great, we're going to talk about fear. And I've been thinking about it, you know, during the week. And, you know, like, I'm afraid of roller coasters. I hate them. <laughs> you know, it's just not my thing. My family sure. loves them, spin around, all stuff, and I can't stand them. I'm out of control. And I, you know, this kind of, my equilibrium gets messed up. That gives me like a primal you know, feeling of fear. But from a business perspective, when I, I really started sitting down and putting some notes together uh, about this show is fear for me has been much more of a motivator than something that held me back. Yeah. And, and maybe the, you, you might find the same, I don't know, but uh, you know, to me, the risk in business and, and things is a very controlled risk. And, you know, you, you can, there's all kinds of ways to minimize it where, and, and like you getting up on stage and doing your thing, which, you know, scares the heck out of me as well. Uh, you prepare, the more you're prepared, you, I, I would imagine you feel like you're managing that fear or that anxiety or whatever. Well, that's right. It. Yeah. You're, you're managing it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'll be honest, the, the, the less I'm prepared, the more afraid I typically am. In fact, Today, as soon as we finish this show, I have to race over to UNH. Uh, I've been working on this other project that uh, that actually I'll tell you about sometime. But but right now we'll sure. call it in, in semi stealth mode. So I'm not going to talk about it here on the show, but I've been working on it for about the last year. And it's a it's a pretty cool thing. And uh, we're getting to the point where we're probably going to get uh, start pitching for some uh, some additional funding, you know, angel funding, okay. that kind of thing. And yep. and so as we head, there's a couple of things we're getting in place first. Um, but even that may be fear driven, right. As opposed to just going and asking (laughs) for money. Um, but you know, there, there are some important things, uh, for example, a patent application for, for this one thing that's, that's actually now in place. Uh, but I have the opportunity to go. uh, One of my partners is also a, uh, a teacher, a professor at UNH and he Mm -hmm. teaches, uh, MBA level, uh, you know, courses. And so I'm going to go and practice. Essentially, I'm going to pitch these guys on our on our our product here. Uh, but I'm not in t- which is great. And and I have demoed this thing to many people. And it's an awesome thing. I don't even get halfway through the demo before they interrupt me and tell me how great it is and what it's going to do for them. Um, and so that oh, part, cool. that part I know is is good. 
but I didn't have time today to put together a deck or anything, you know, oh, which I know, right, right. which I know I need to do for, for our, you know, angel uh, investor pitches. Um, but I've demoed it countless times before and I can tell the story very, very quickly. Um, but I don't have a, you know, I don't have any slides to rely on. And I started getting nervous about it about, you know, 20 yeah. minutes ago. Now I knew I wasn't going to have time to do that today. This all came together very last minute. And of course I was traveling over the weekend and went to Disney yep. with the family. And so, um, so I'm feeling some anxiety about going. And, and then of course what happens is you come up with, I come up with all the reasons why I can't go, uh, you know, I, you know what, this isn't going to work <laughs> right, today, right. right? There's no way. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, I've got this podcast to do and then I've got, I'm sure something else. And you, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm going to make it there in time. And oh, do, yeah, these, do these kids really care? You know, this is kind of the wrong audience, which is actually great because I'm, you know, if I'm pitching to people, this particular product is not probably not yet of interest to college students. It's the kind of thing that five years from now they will be totally gaga about, but right now they probably don't care about it. So it's like, uh, you know, maybe I'm the wrong, uh, it's the wrong thing. I probably shouldn't do it. You know, <laughs> right. But, right. but I, I've been there. I've, yeah. Well, that's the thing. And I've learned to identify that and say, okay, what I'm doing is, is just, you know, I'm rationalizing my fear into a, a very logical reason. And these are all very good reasons that I've come up with, by the way, you know, yeah, <laughs> why yeah. I should not yeah. go to this in an hour. You rationalize it in, yeah, in yeah. Many, many ways. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but they're all really good. Like if I sat down with you and said, well, you know, here's this thing and here's what it is. And, uh, but I, college students, they're the wrong ones. I, I shouldn't be pitching it to them. You know, there's too much risk in, in maybe exposing something at the wrong time. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk to them. I could convince you to tell me, dude, don't leave your house. Right. You know, but, yeah, but yeah, the reality yeah. is I need to leave my house and go and go do this because why sure. not? Right. Well, yeah. And, and a lot of it is being in your your uh, comfort zone and what you're comfortable with. And, uh, you know, like for me, it's like doing the show, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, I was ready for something different. And OK, great. And, you know, who can I reach out? How do I what do I do? And I was, is it blogging? Is it this? Is it something else? And I thought, well, this would be great because I know absolutely nothing about this kind of thing. And, but you know, uh, I can talk forever and go through those kinds of things. So pulling yourself out of your comfort zone, getting up there. Yes. It's, I think it's tough up front, but after, like, I always feel great after we do the show. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, Oh, that was awesome. You know, it worked really well. And I always learn something new and, you know, uh, connect with people a, on a different level. So, uh, you know, it is, you're yanking yourself out of that that comfort level. I That's think. it. And for me, it's you know, it's 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 the same kind of thing as as procrastination, right? I mean, I think procrastination can be driven by a lot of things, but fear is certainly one of them, right? It's a very strong yeah. one. And once I get started, like I know once I get you know, I mean it's not a stage, but I'll be in front of this group of students. Once I've kind of gotten through the first 30 seconds of whatever it is I'm gonna say. You'll be rolling. I'm, yeah. I'm good to come. Yeah. It's yeah, like, why right. does this have that's to right. end soon? Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's right. And for me, one of the ways that helps me with that is, uh, vision, envisioning what it will look like when it's done, when I'm finished. And I would, you know, think like I gave a, a talk in a big corporate event, uh, you know, earlier this year and it, there was like a thousand people there and I was on a panel. So it was three other guys up there with me. So it was fine. I, you know, that little crutch. Yeah. Safety in numbers. Uh, yeah. Safety in numbers. But it was, you know, it was a bit nerve wracking and you sit down and then they're like, okay, come on, we got to put makeup on. I'm like, you know, wow, makeup. This is crazy. Dude. You know, <laughs> this, yeah, this kind of thing. And yeah. So, uh, 
but envisioning like, Hey, you know, I'm going to walk off the stage. People are going to come up and ask me questions just like I do when I watch people on panels and that kind of stuff. And sure enough, that's the way it went down. And it, so, you know, it, it, it seems like being able to get outside of yourself and intellectually think about that fear, uh, is, is really an important part of getting through it and, and working your way through it. Well, that, and that's, you're, you're right. You have to, you have to identify that the fear is there and, and, and then I, I do two things. I, um, I, I'll, I'll do what you do, which is envisioning success. Right. right. But also if, if that doesn't work, I envision failure. Okay. Mm. What's the absolute oh, worst sure. outcome? Right. And then yep. live with that. Like, okay, that happened. W- okay. What's the worst, you know, and maybe yep. it, and, and, you know, we're talking about performance fear uh, here because it's an easy thing to, to, we've got a lot of references, but sure. let's say it's, uh, you know, I'm going to invest, uh, you know, all of our, our positive cash flow for the next six months, into and maybe even a little more, right? You know, of all of our positive cash flow plus a little bit more, plus ten percent, into this new endeavor, and then it fails, right? And so right. now, what's the outcome of that? Okay, well now I'm actually behind the eight ball money wise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. I've got to, I've got to deal with that from a, a record keeping standpoint, and still make sure that you know I stay afloat. And also, I gotta, I gotta sit down with my my family you know, and explain to them why we don't have as much money as we used to. Right. Right. You right know, I mean, sure. all of these things, it's like, okay, just sit down and go through all of it. And then if, you know, if the family thing is, is, is really, you know, and I've, I've been there where it's like, well, sure. I've got to make a, a risky move. And I mean, again, like you said, in business, it's, it's mitigatable risk, or at, at least it's researchable risk. You, you know, you're not going yeah. in blind. And then, yeah, and, and that worst case thing, I think, is a, is a, a very good idea. Well, but then, then I, then I, that gets me to the crux of what am I actually? I'm not afraid of doing this. I'm afraid of this failing. Right? It, there's two different things, yep. but but it feels like I'm afraid of doing it. Whereas that, I, I'm not afraid of doing it. I'm afraid of what happens if it fails. And okay, it's my, it's it's that I don't, uh, you know, the, the disappointment of others. Right? Let's let's lump yes. it into that. Oh so, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. So okay, great. So now I go talk to the others ahead of time. And in, in, in my example, it would be my family, but it could be anyone. And you sure. sit down and you say, hey, look, here's what I'm thinking about doing. And now you've done two things. Number one, you've kind of paved over that conversation that you might have to have seven months from now. Right. You know, yep. when you realize it failed. Uh, and so it's not a surprise to anyone, you or them. And that really helps it. And B, you've also got, you know, however many additional minds now uh, either going to tell you. Wow, that's a really bad idea. I don't think you should do that. Or, hey, you know, uh, and you're coming at it. You're not just asking people for advice. You're coming to people saying, look, I care about you. And that's why I'm telling you this. And that tends to get you better advice than you do when you just ask somebody, hey, I've got this crazy idea. What do you think? Should I do it? Because most people will tell you no. Um, Absolutely. But if you say, hey, I'm going to do this, but I need to tell you. Uh, and and that's a, that's the difference, right? I'm gonna do it this, is. but yeah. but I I need to tell you what the risks are because it, because you're important to me and and yeah. or we're business partners or whatever it is, right? Right, whatever it and, is. And and, I, and and then you get more minds on the on the solution, and you might yeah. have more people, you know, telling you, hey, this is a great, you should do this. Okay, great, you know, that's or what you or need. looking, yeah, looking at it from a different perspective, yep. you know, and getting some feedback. And I I think your your point that where you said you know disappointing others or letting others down. It really hits home with me and 
you know, that's the worst one for me. It is. And you know, I used to, I'll tell you the story. I used to drive to work a certain way every day and every day, you know, and I go through the, you know, we're, we kind of live in the, you know, we live in the suburbs and I would drive into town, which is close and drive down kind of through this industrial area. But on the way there, there's a bunch of stores and shops, that kind of thing. This typical urban yeah. setting. And there was this homeless guy that I'd see every single morning and he was just kind of waking up and I knew where he slept. He slept at this produce place and he had this big, long leather jacket and he'd be wrapped up in it and he'd kind of be sleeping right there. And I, I would look at that guy every single day and it's like, man, I have a lot of people depending on me. You know, it, it, this, uh, this is one thing that I need to, or one way it, I would get motivated on the way to work. I just like, man, I'm not that different probably from that guy. Right. But I, I hustle and I'm not, you know, I don't stop and I, and I've not given up when I have had those failures. And I drove by that guy for years and then we moved and he was gone. And I didn't even really register that this guy, I don't, I don't even think consciously I was doing it, but I would kind of look at this guy trying, what's his story, you know, this kind of thing. And, and, uh, I, we moved and I went the opposite way into, into work and sure, crazy enough, a few months later, this guy moved as well. Oh, And now he's down by this Seven Eleven, this, you know, convenience store. And I see him every morning and it's like, I, I really want to walk over, you know, pull over and be like, Hey man, let me do something for you because you've been motivating, motivating me for like 10 years. And this same guy has been there. It's crazy, you know? And, and that's to me coming back to that fear as, as a motivator, you know, I, I've always had this thing where like, you know, I don't want to let myself down, you know, and as well as I, you know, you get older and more and more people come to depend on you. You certainly, you know, don't want to let them down, you know, and, sharing, you know, that information, like you're talking about, you know, Hey, if I, if it's going to put my family financially at risk, sitting everybody down, talking to them, that, that is a great idea because it also releases you of that extra burden of having that just inside you. Yes. You know, where if you're going to take the risk and you don't talk it through to somebody that could be negatively impacted, you're also going to have that worry of like, Oh man, if I screw up, then I've got to go explain it. But if you are all on board and it's like, okay, yeah, hey, and even if you say, oh, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to do this and let's talk it through and, you know, this kind of thing, it still will really alleviate some of that stress that, that can free you up to, to succeed, you know, perhaps a little, little easier than, you know, if you were burdened yeah, you with feel it. like you've got a support system at that point, as opposed to, oh man, yep. I got to do this on my own and I really got to make it work. Otherwise, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's dangerous because that can it be is. crippling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. That, that and, fear. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's important. We're, we're talking about managing fear and, and working through fear. Um, and we sound like we're experts at this. And at some level, I, I suppose <laughs> I suppose we, we you know, we've we've done OK with it. I certainly don't consider myself an expert with it. I, I grapple with no. it constantly, uh, in fact. Yeah, sure. But sure. but, uh, y- you know, there there you, you do. We are what we're getting down to is. At some level, ignoring uh, or or working to manage, you know, mind over body, this very basic instinct in all of us. And and so you do have to make sure that, you know, ask yourself the question, is the source of your fear actually something dangerous? I mean, you know. Yeah, that's because, correct. Because there there's a very good reason that we as humans have fear as a response, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You protect yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. 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 But, yeah. And and you're right it's comes kind of 
comes down to, you know, well, what do I have to lose? And asking yourself that question and to be like, okay, well, what is the worst case? And, you know, what goes what could happen if it all goes to hell? That's right. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes the answer to that is, is going to scare you worse than you thought it would, but that's yeah. okay. You know, you've got to explore it. It's it, because for me, um, the, the worst thing, the biggest thing that I find myself afraid of is the unknown. Right. And, and so by state taking the time and exploring both paths, success, failure, whatever, you know, whatever it is, um, that actually helps me be less afraid because I've always felt like fear of failure is really not much different from the fear of success. In fact, I think the two are, are, you know, they may be the very same thing. They're certainly two sides of the same coin. Right. And yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Because what's the difference between the two? It's, I mean, it's very, you know, it's, it's, than, well, I mean, other than where you live, maybe, but, uh, you know, yeah. As but, far as it, but it's interesting, but, yeah. but it's really, you know, there's, there's the fear of the unknown and that's right. the fear of failure and the fear of success, right? You know, Correct. do you yeah. know where you're going with this? Because it's easy. Like, like I was saying before with this speech, I got to go do, or this presentation or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's not that I'm worried about failing, it's that I just don't, I just don't know. I can't sure. honestly predict the outcome. I mean, I can get pretty close. And, and that's the thing is as soon as I sit down and they say, okay, well, here's how it's going to go. And the worst thing is it's going to be like 20 minutes long. And then even if it's horrible, I, I leave and I go do the next thing I've got to do, you know? Yep. <laughs> like, correct. Correct. And, and I think that, uh, like I, I always had a fear when I was first starting out and, you know, you mentioned earlier some, you know, you tell people you're going to, you're going to do this. And quite often you, you hear, you know, oh, that's not a good idea or I wouldn't do that, you right. know? And I, I read a really, I was reading an article last night about Arnold Schwarzenegger and he made a comment that I thought was very, very, uh, succinct. And he said, you know, I've spent my life turning naysayers into spectators. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, that's, that's, that's brilliant because you know, when I want to do something, and I, I've learned this over time because I always had a fear of being that guy that always said, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this. I'm going and being kind of perceived as this flaky, you know, guy that isn't settled down. And I mean, I can remember, you know, getting out of college and not taking a job and people looked at me like, what, what you're, what are you doing? You know? Right. And so the way I dealt with it is I just didn't talk about it is I wanted to be that, well, I, I made myself into that guy that said, I'm doing this now. And to, to your point, you, you, I think you mentioned earlier, uh, something similar, talking, uh, you know, I just kind of got quiet. And then once I started to get a little success, then I would talk about it. And it seemed to always uh, surprise people and always a much easier way to get them on board when you, sh so even just a, whatever a measurement of success you want to call it, it may not be financial. It could right. be, could be like we talk about, you know, number of uh, listeners or downloads to the show or number, you know, for me, it's always been, you know, the happiness of my team at whatever business and those kinds of things. So you can measure it any way you want, but once you start to get uh, some success, you know, when we, when we started deals on the web, you know, years and years ago, it, for me, it was, when we could afford to hire that first person yeah, 
to to run it, even though we wouldn't make any money at that right, time. Right, we gave you know, up everything. It, right, we yeah. gave up everything to pay somebody else. But it was like, wow, this is great. This is like a future investment. So yeah, the business was paying for itself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think that that has really helped me because I had that fear. It changed the, it, and I'm sure it's you know just me or whatever. But it, it changed the perception of. Is even now I know when I just started mentioning this this the uh, small business show to folks. Some of my closer friends, you know, I said, hey, I don't I don't even know what I'm, we're doing here. But, you know, you might want to listen to be fine. What the heck? And I didn't say anything to them until we'd done five or six shows. Yeah. But the reaction, you know, because I have done some things that have succeeded and uh, the reaction is, is always different now. It's like, oh, I know you're going to get this figured out and it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I was like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, so uh, it, it, I get, you know, it's identifying the fear, what it is, and then looking at ways to mitigate it and perhaps turn it into something that really helps motivate you uh, on a day-to-day basis. Well, it's true. I mean, that that fear of disappointing others has a flip side, and that flip side is exactly what you just described, and that is the the fear, the, the ability for uh, others' belief in you to motivate you. And, uh-huh. and, and I, I had a, I, I had a weird situation in college and, and it was kind of in a bad spot. And, um, and I, I was explaining it to a friend of mine and I'm like, man, I don't know, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he's like, you know, the thing about you is you always just figure it out and turn up on the right side of things. He's like, I don't know how you do it, but I don't think this one's going to be any different, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, I mean, I, I, I don't, he probably doesn't remember ever saying this. Right. But this was one of those hypnotic moments. You know, he said something and it stuck with me and it sure. hurt me. And, and of course it, things turned out fine. Look where we are. Right. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, That's right. It's, it's all good. Right. But yep. at the time I could not envision it ever working out properly. Um, but you know, but things do. Yeah. And, and it, well, having a positive attitude and all that. But but oh, it's yeah. easier to have a positive attitude when you've got someone that that's close to you that says, you know, and it's not like your parents are supposed to say that. You know, this was just a true friend. <laughs> right. right. That yeah. just said I, I was just I wasn't coming to him looking for that. You know, I was just like, man, I'm screwed. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you are. And he's like, that's true. But, <laughs> you know, you'll figure it out. You'll figure, yeah, it, you'll out. figure it out. He's like, I don't know how you do this. He's like, you lead a charmed life. And, and it's true. I do lead a charmed yeah. life. But you, but if you believe I, I, I've run into other people that that feel they lead charmed lives. And, and you may very well be one of them, too. I uh, am. You are. Well, for, certainly from my perspective, you are. Um, but I don't. It, that's not an accident. You're open. No, you're making it yourself. Well, and, and at the very least, you're open to good things happening to you. Correct. Yep. And I think that's step one. It might even it be is. the end of it. There might not be a step two. You know, it's yeah. you, you believe that it's OK for good things to happen. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that uh, being able to find uh, success in in just about anything, even if something horrible happens, having the ability or, or however you might be able to do it, but come up with the way or what's worked for me is come up with a way to look at it and go, well, here's why it was successful. Even if it just crashed and burned, uh, you know, business idea. And I mean, yeah. you know, I have failed certainly more times than I've succeeded, but the successes have, you know, uh, had more weight, I, I, I'll say. And, and, you know, being able to look at those things and find, uh, I make this comment all the time to my employees. I'm like, well, you have to find strength 
in, in whatever it is that's, that's going to push you and move you forward, take that little nugget, you know, it's like, Oh, it could be anything. Uh, you know, Hey, I show up, I'm, I'm on time every day when I go to work. That's great. That's a great place to start. So, you know, now you got to build on that and, and you're kind of building this foundation. And I think that, uh, as you mentioned, you know, before, opening yourself up to success or this charmed life, you know, you're kind of built putting this thing together brick by brick. And and the more you do it, I think, uh, the more, the more opportunities you have for that, for that charmed life. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, uh, Monty Python said it best, right? Always look on the bright side of life. (laughs) That's right. That's right. It seems very simple, but, uh, it's not, it's it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, it's that for me and, and, and I mean, this is definitely a personal thing, it's that fear of the unknown that can be paralyzing at times. And, and I actually spent a number of years. I'm not convinced. I, 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 I could, well, I'll, I'll project and I haven't really spent a lot of time obsessing over this, but you know, it may be after, you know, we, we had an opportunity to sell deals on the web and it, it fell through. It was actually a very good learning experience. It was. Yes. But after that, um, I spent a couple of years, sort of in maintenance mode with everything else. Now, I don't know that it was, you know, catalyzed by that internally for me, but it certainly the timing was was sort of that that's how it worked out. And I had but you know, I was making money. I had yeah. successful businesses, but I wasn't driven to do anything new. I and it it may well be that, you know, that we 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 built deals on the web and then and then we had this opportunity to sell it and it didn't work out. And, and perhaps that put up a little bit of a wall that said, Hey, don't, you know, don't step outside the line. Don't color outside the lines anymore. Right. You know, stay Could where be. you are. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, well, I, it certainly deflated our balloon a bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we were kind of on this trajectory and on this path and, you know, uh, you don't, that adage, you know, don't count your chickens type thing, but yeah, uh, it's hard not to. I, I, yeah. It is hard not to. Especially when you're say, a day away from signing the deal and it falls apart. But yes, you know, that's no hard feeling. Right. That happens. No, it no, does. no. You keep you you keep living to fight another day. You well, know, and you know that, that's it. it is, yeah, I had, yeah. but you know, I had like my kids were at the age where it was great to spend more time with them. So it wasn't like I have no regrets about kind of you know letting my foot off the gas a little bit for a couple of years because I, it you know I got I I am not one of those dads who doesn't know his kids and that oh yeah right. right. So perhaps it had nothing to do with, uh, you know, this, this little incident we had with deals on the web. Maybe it was just that it was, you know, time for me to prioritize family and that was okay. Uh, you know, well, I, I, yeah. And that could be, you know, I, I don't think you should mitigate the experience because I think that, nope. uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, finding success in even those failures, uh, it was a very good learning experience for us. Yep. And, and especially looking back now, you know, and, and, you know, I, I will share with you one of the biggest fears I have. I made a, a very bad business decision about 15 years ago. Okay. Uh, to the point where, it, it, you know, I mentioned calculated risk, controlled risk. Well, I clearly did not calculate correctly and it sure. was, I didn't educate myself correctly. So it, it put me about a million dollars in debt. It, it was a huge That's a number. lot of money, man. It's a lot of money. And it was a... I mean, it, it was so encompassing of my life that for a little while, it's like, how am I going to, not only am I, you know, uh, trying to move forward and, and build a, you know, successful businesses and take care of my family, but now I got this huge number that I just couldn't, I couldn't do anything else but think of it. And so I, I, I 
started to, you know, okay, how am I going to deal with this? And I've got to get this, I got to find a way to pay this, you know, this debt off. And, um, and I knew that the only, I wasn't, there was no outside help. It was, I didn't want to talk about it with anybody and I didn't talk about it with anybody until it was done. It's the first I've heard of it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've known you for, you know, 15 years. I was going to say, it sounds like we met right about that time. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So in, in the thing that I, I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it because I was just thinking, I'm just a failure. This is it. And what I, I took from it at the time was that I was so afraid that my whole business career was going to be defined by this moment that I just committed to myself that that was not going to happen and that I would not look back on this you know, mistake as the defining point in my life personal and business and otherwise. And, you know, I could just remember powering through it and okay, how am I going to get through it? And it it sounds corny, but you know, be getting ready in the morning and looking in the mirror and literally, you know, hitting myself in the chest, these chest thumps of like, okay, there's another day. Here's another day. You can make some, you know, earn some revenue and get this thing paid off and, and move on. And, you know, we're, I'm still here and we did it and, and, got it paid off in about five years and moved on and learned an incredible, incredibly important lesson that, you know, has helped to make me the person I am today, you know, about, uh, about not, you know, not taking shortcuts. There really isn't a way to move diagonally in many things. Some things there are, but a lot of things you really just have to kind of go through and, and, and making sure that you really vet every, you know, everything you can about what you may think is an opportunity. And, and, uh, it's made me a much stronger person, a much better person. And, but it was when I sat down to thought, think about it, when I was putting the note, my notes together for the show, it was that fear that really drove me. The money was okay. Yeah. I've always been able to make money. Sure. It, It hasn't been very difficult you know, now building wealth is a whole nother thing and we can probably have a show on that because that's much more difficult, but, but Way making money difficult. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a deal guy. I can find something and sell it and do whatever. But, uh, you know, it, that was the motivator being afraid that when anybody talked to me, well, how's things going, whatever it is. Oh, there's that he lost a million bucks and then he had to go work for somebody else and, you know, be somebody behind a desk for the rest of his life. Yeah. That just terrified me, you know? So that's my story. <laughs> No, this is, that's and, good. I'm going to call this episode yeah. the fear confessional because we're, there you, you know, go. You know, we're bearing our <laughs> souls here. No, it, yes. it, you're totally right though. And, but see, I've always thought of things like that as huge opportunities. And, and I'll, and I'll explain why, you know, I feel like we all start down our path in life and, and especially, you know, if you have a decent relationship with your parents, which I certainly do and did, Growing up, I mean, you know, it was a, it's a normal relationship, you know, it's sure. ups and downs, but, but in general, pretty good. You know, the, the chances of someone like that stepping outside of the realm of whatever it was, your, your normal path would be are pretty slim, right? You, you know, you need something to catalyze and, and show you that you can, it's actually not that difficult to do things differently or, or, you know, in your case, pay off a million bucks in five years. I, I mean, right. you say that to people and I mean, there's people, there's already, I guarantee you there's people listening to this show that are like still hung up on, wait, how did he make a million extra? How did he make a million dollars in five years, let alone uh, it, it, a million yeah. extra? Right. I mean, they're still doing the math, so we might as well acknowledge yeah. it. Right. 
it, yeah, you know. it's it is and uh you know again you could do a whole nother show but it, it was just you know it's all about sacrifice and yeah and and figuring out ways to do it and 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 negotiating things and but there are know, people listening right now that feel and and do uh, feel as though and do sacrifice everything and and they're you know probably making less than than seventy five thousand dollars a year so sure total sure. And let alone to figure out how to grab an extra 200 grand a year over well, a five year keep period. In mind, I, yeah. Keep in mind when, you know, I still owned, uh, several businesses. Yep. Uh, I owned some real estate. I mean, I had, I had had some success up till Got know, it. Uh, that happened. Yep. So I, I had these vehicles in place that allowed me to, uh, you know, manipulate and come up with, with processes and, and ways to do it. And the thing that's interesting about owing, owing, uh, someone a million bucks is you're very important to them. Yeah, that's true. And I, I started to think that because I, well, what if, my whole goal was, I was not going to go bankrupt. I, I never, ever wanted to have that in my life and sure. I never will. And sure. I never wanted to have, and I know some guys that are very successful in business and I always feel like it's a cop out and I always give them a hard time if this, I, you know, a couple guys like, well, yeah, it's easy to screw up so much and then, you know, just throw in the towel and walk away and yeah, burn take, a, everybody. take a bankruptcy and go on yeah, and, yeah. and burn everybody around you. Well, I had all these people relying on me and employees and this and that, and I was just not going to do it. And yeah. so, you know, there, there's ways you, you first, it's just, like I said, overwhelming and those kinds of things. But then, then you start to think and you start to realize you're, you're not powerless. It feels like you're powerless, but you're not. Nope. And so through negotiating and, and, and this and that and, and being very transparent about what the, uh, how much you actually could pay on a, on a regular basis, it was very important too. And then we just, you just build from there. You, you, you have to live to fight another day. You, you, you maybe lost the battle, but, uh, you keep going and, and then you, you can look at it six months from, from now, when you look back, it's going to be, it's going to look a little different. It's going to allow you to step back from it a little bit, hopefully in a little better manner a year from now, it's going to look even totally different. And you'll start, you start to realize, okay, this is manageable. I can do it. I can do it. And, you know, I always mention to my kids, you know, they bring up problems. I say, well, is this going to be a problem a year from now? Yeah. No, it's like, well, it's really not going to be, a, it's, it's not that big of a problem then. Let's, let's just, let's address it. Yeah. Let's um, deal with it you know, deal with it. So well, your, but your, I, I, your situation though, it, it allowed, and I mean, we've, we've all been through it at different levels and it's sure. it, what it, what it sounds like it did for you is it, I mean, it motivated you, right? I mean, you, you didn't want, you had, a, you had several motivating factors. You didn't want to take a bankruptcy. You had this debt to pay. And so you, you, you know, you put the, the pedal all the way down and figured out, okay, here's how we're going to do this. And, and then by that process, you learned that okay, well, if the pedal's all the way down, this is what can happen, and that's right. Let's go a little further with it, and let's and so it yes. probably in you know when you're when you're counting everything up at the at the end of the uh, at the end of the ride, you get to say, wow, that that actually probably was a good thing because well, and, I mean, <laughs> you yeah, know, it and, kept and, you moving, and you get moving, and to, you know, like you mentioned, your worst case scenario, it's like okay, well, if I you know lost a million bucks, I could pay it back. Yep, I could I could I know how to pay back. I mean, you just do it and. Yep. Uh, over time, but I guarantee you the same folks that you're, you know, saying we're listening to this, everyone has different horror stories and, you everyone. know, we really would love to hear them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, uh, again, cause that shared thing, you know, and yeah. we'd love to chat about them and talk. So I mean, if you have some comments or, you know, you want to ask some questions or you want to share your story and how you got 
through your fear or managed your fear in it or used it as a motivator, you know, uh, feedback at dbapodcast.com. We'd really love to hear from you. The listener base is growing every week and uh, getting your uh, comments is, uh, is definitely fuel for us and helps motivate us. Yeah, that, this has been a great episode, man. Uh, yeah, enjoyed I, it, it. It feels like our best thus far. So that's, <laughs> but you know, I got to give it a week and, and let yeah, it settle in. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. We we you know we pulled the curtain back a little bit. I like it. Yeah, it's I like nice. It. It's yep. good. Cool. I've enjoyed chatting, and uh, we'll be in touch next week. Yep, that's uh, feedback at dbapodcast.com dot com, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, folks. <laughs>